Buenos dias from Sanjurvasi. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 30th of November, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Kicking off this week's episode, diplomatic relations between Israel, Spain, and Belgium are generally reasonably tight. However, over the weekend, Eli Cohen, Israel's foreign minister, accused on Twitter Pedro Sanchez and Alexander de Croo, Belgian president of supporting terrorism. Word that's being thrown around a lot these days. Diplomatic tensions intensified after Sanchez and the crew flew to Israel last week. Sanchez's comments during meetings and press conferences were met with strong rebuttals from many Israeli officials. Sanchez has consistently questioned Israel's actions in Gaza, citing unbearable civilian casualties while reminding Israel to respect international humanitarian law. Cohen retaliated on his Twitter feed, dismissing Sanchez's comments as false and accusing the EU countries of supporting terrorism. Spain isn't the only country to question Israel's actions. While acknowledging their right to self-defense, David Cameron, the UK's foreign minister, has also commented on the extremely high death toll of the Palestinian people. On Friday the 24th, Sanchez called for the EU to officially and unilaterally recognize the state of Palestine. Currently, nine out of 27 member states already do, including Sweden, Malta, Hungary, and Cyprus. If the EU officially and unilaterally recognized it, Palestine would gain a significant diplomatic boost internationally, may also encourage other nations to follow suit, progressing negotiations and peace talks between Israel and Palestine. Speaking on whether Belgium would recognize Palestine, de Cruz said the priority was freeing hostages held by Hamas. Then he said they can sit around the table and discuss the subject. While Sanchez was busy in Israel, the Peninsula Publishing House announced on Monday the 27th that they will publish his second book, Solid Ground, or Tierra Firme, after they published his first book in 2019 entitled Manual of Endurance, or Manual de Resistencia. Tierra Firma goes on sale Monday the 14th of December. On the blurb, it says, Appeals Again to Citizens Outside of Media Noise. Speaking of politics, on Tuesday the 28th, Jacob Hankevela, the reporter for Politico's Brussels Playbook newsletter, overheard Catalan pro-independence leader Charles Pigdemont discussing Spanish politics with Manfred Weber. Weber is a European People's Party member, and both were at the annual Politico 28 gala dinner celebrating Politico's annual list of influential people across the 28 member states. During the discussion, Pigdemont defended his deal with Sanchez and suggested a possible Catalan independence consultative referendum, a non-binding vote designed to gather public opinion on a specific issue without immediate legal consequences. For his part, Weber told Pigdemont that pushing for independence would further anger the nationalistic Vox party. However, Pigdemont surprised everyone when he told Politico's playbook that if there's not sufficient progress with PSOE over Catalan independence, he could foresee an alliance with the center-right People's Party, toppling Pedro Sanchez's government with a motion of no confidence. Pigdemont also said that for that, the People's Party must make a step towards us. They cannot keep treating me like a terrorist, adding that his only crime has been putting up ballot boxes. Continuing with Sanchez and Pigdemont, news outlets announced the negotiation talks with PSOE and Junts per Catalunya will start on Saturday the 22nd on neutral ground in Geneva. Both parties say that these talks aim to seek a political and negotiated solution to the Catalan conflict. Pigdemont probably wants to see if previous promises will come to fruition. Sanchez promised many things to Junts in return for parliamentary backing, enabling him to get re-elected. There will be an international mediator supervising the negotiations, though neither party wants to disclose publicly who this is. Next story is for word lovers. The Dictionary of the Spanish Language, or DLA, has some new words to add for your yearly update. What's on the list? Well, machirulo, a derogatory term meaning macho man, regañar, 
an infinitive verb roughly translated as to scold or reprimand. For people who like bread, masa madre, sourdough in Castilian Spanish, or if you're at a 365 shop, probably a marketing gimmick. Other words they've included in the dictionary are environmentally related. Descarbonizar is the process of reducing CO2 emissions in the atmosphere. And there is pobreza energetica, which many people in developing countries don't have access to basic modern energy services like heating. Another word that made it into the DLE was VAR, video assistant referee, leading us to our next story. The video assistant referee caused outrage over penalties on Sunday the 26th. There's an ongoing controversy in Spanish football refereeing, mostly spurned by an investigation into FC Barca allegedly paying referees for favorable decisions. The latest issue involves a questionable penalty decision in a second division league game between Racing de Ferrol from A Coruña and City Leganes from Madrid. A VAR-related penalty decision contradicted Luis Medina Cantalejo, the head of Spanish referees' defense of the national refereeing team. Last week, he proudly stated that they were strictly avoiding awarding penalties. However, during Sunday's game, the referee penalized with a red card one of the players from Racing de Ferrol for minimal contact, awarding CD Leganes with a penalty that leveled the score and angered fans. From refereeing to archaeology, one student's quest for knowledge unexpectedly uncovered evidence related to jihadist looting in cities along the Mediterranean coast of Libya. Morgan Belthick, an archaeologist and professor, stumbled into this illicit trade during his research for a doctoral thesis in 2016. His findings unveiled illegal artifacts trafficking. After reporting it, he received a call from the FBI, sparking a global investigation into the financing of terrorism through art looting, first of its kind. After months of investigation on Friday the 24th, Belthick handed over 12 looted Libyan artworks to the Libyan ambassador in Madrid. The stolen artworks, dubbed Blood Antiquities, were found online and a Catalan gallery owner was arrested. Charges against him include global network orchestration, terrorist financing, and document falsification. The artifacts are linked to funding the Islamic State, marking the first global police operation against terrorism financing through art theft. In other news, the Clueless, an influencer agency in Barcelona, has decided to ditch human models with its own AI version called Aitana. Aitana Lopez, a 25-year-old AI model from Barcelona, was the agency's first design after growing increasingly frustrated with the unpredictable cost and egos of human models and influencers. Despite only revealing her lack of humanity after getting a firm fan base, Aitana has gathered over 10,000 followers on Instagram. The clueless says she racks in a monthly profitable income of around 3,000 euros through ads. Now they're introducing another AI model, Maya Lima from Argentina, into their lineup. Her bio paints a picture of a bisexual, innocent, and solitary woman, adding a new dimension to the world of digital influencers. It's like a twist straight out of Charlie Booker's Black Mirror series. What do you think? Link to the Clueless Agency in the show notes. And lastly, food innovation is big business. However, British supermarket Marks and Spencer M&S has sparked outrage from the top on Twitter with its recent Spanish-inspired product. There's an extensive catalog of British culinary transgressions against Spanish food, namely putting chorizo in paella, or, or as they call it, paella, and labeling it traditional. However, M&S may have Top the list with its latest ambition, Spanish chorizo paella croquetas. UK ambassador Hugh Elliott 
added a touch of humor into the Twitter discussion endorsing croquetas, paella, and chorizo. However, he raised an eyebrow at the combination, playfully tweeting, MS, what have you done? While a criticism, paella, a Valencian tradition, is revered in Spain, even marked with World Paella Day in September. Messing with it is a definite faux pas. A back to the drawing board, please, Marks and Spencer. And that's it for this week. Remember, you can buy one of our really cool and environmentally friendly t-shirts as a Christmas present. They're made with 100% unbleached organic cotton. Very hard to find. Grown in Jindon, Texas. Spun in the Carolinas. Sewn and printed in Missouri. To buy one, follow the link in the show notes. We'll leave another link in case you want to make a donation just for the heck of it. Perhaps in honor of somebody for Christmas. Help us finance our shows. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.